What's up, everybody? Uh, here we go again. We got uh, Ron Gabbard sitting in the studio with us today. What's going on, buddy? What's up, world? <laughs> I always wanted to say that, huh? <laughs> what, are you, what are you into, man? Uh, nothing. Just raising chickens and daughters. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Ron was good enough to bring me some uh, some uh, farm fresh eggs here. Tickle to death to get those. I say 18 and 12. I don't have much of this. That's a lot. Yeah. That'll last us at least a couple days. Algebra in there somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so most everybody knows who you are, but I just for well, there's a lot of people that listens to this that ain't from around here. Mm-hmm. So just go through a little bit and tell us where you was born, raised, and everything like that. Well, I don't tell many people this, but I was born in Dayton, Ohio. I didn't know that. Had a guy ask me one time, he said, do you know any women be interested in a 66 model? Oh, yeah? I said, no, I don't. <laughs> but anyway, um, moved down here when I was four. Um, my dad's, his name was Ronnie Gabbard. My mom's name was Nancy. Of course, mm-hmm. she was married to him. That made her a Gabbard, too. Yep. Um, she was a um, she was a king <clears throat> slash Hensley before they married. And my grandma was... Christine Hensley, and a lot of people had her in school. She was a school teacher, Miss Hensley. Yeah. And um, let's see, uh, growed up all my life here in Jackson County, lived out on 290, still live in the same place I did. Oh, yeah. Um, my dad built his mom a house right on the side of his when her and Papa got divorced. And when she passed away, I got married uh, just uh, maybe uh, two, three months after that. Oh, yeah. And we moved into that house. That's where I've been ever since. Y'all been married a long time, haven't you? No. Ain't you? I've been married three times. Oh, I have too. Like it gets car- confusing. What if like a carnival <laughs> game? You just keep pitching for your wind. It's hard to keep up. <laughs> it is. It is. Uh, oh. I married my first wife was my high school sweetheart. We married. We was married uh, seven years. Yeah. And uh, then I got, uh, I, well, one of us got fired. But anyway. And uh, I ended up marrying another girl not long after that. I, I have a problem. When I fall in love, I propose. Oh, yeah. And, yeah, that's the way it started. <laughs> and then uh, we was married for 20 years. Oh, wow. Um, and marriage is like a roller coaster, up and down, up and down. Yeah, and it is. We ended on a down year. Okay. Um, nothing. I mean, she was a wonderful wife, wonderful mother. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we just grew apart. And it happens. You know, when you get relaxed and complacent in a relationship, especially in marriage, <clears throat> it kind of cools off and, you know, it's... That is true. It, things just kind of mellow out and it's, you know, yeah. nothing you can do about it. That is true. And then I fell in love and met the love of my life. Oh, yeah. We've been married almost 10 years. I, I went out of town to get her. I got her out of Richmond. Uh, she told me not to talk about her while I'm going to tell you. Uh-huh. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> she... Uh, I never knew what love was yeah. until I met this woman. That's good. And the fact that she was just had turned 22 when I married her and I was 46 makes it that much better. Oh, yeah, yeah. I knew she was younger. Yeah, yeah she's a little bit younger. I had to get one I could kind of train. <laughs> You're going to get in trouble. <laughs> You're going to get in trouble. Listen, ain't nothing I say I've ever told her in front of her. Oh, okay, good. That's so good. She's like, <laughs> and she'll laugh. Yeah. She calls me her old man. Oh, yeah. Old, old man. Well, you know, I pay attention to uh, uh, posts that you put on Facebook mm-hmm. and stuff like that. 
because I like you, you know, people that I really like and think a lot of, I, I, they kind of stand out. You know, everybody's that way. Yeah. And uh, you, all, you all seem really happy together. We are ecstatic. <clears throat> That's good. Uh, it, it feel part, I'll tell you about that later if you want to hear it. But anyway, well, yeah. Um, but yeah, in between then, in between uh, me uh, marrying the first time and now, I've uh, I've worked at Shellmark McKee. I've mm-hmm. uh, worked at the jail for twelve years. I worked for um, well, I won't say what, but I worked for a sheriff for uh-huh. eleven months um, as a court security officer. Loved it, loved the job. Yeah, and um, I love the justice system. Love the way it works. Sometimes it don't work right, but right, I still right. love it. it works. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, and, uh, taught clogging for probably 20 years. Clogging. I yeah. didn't know that. Can you still do it? Yeah. If I take enough Advil, I can. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I had to quit. They come up to me and say, you're going to have to quit. You're, you're making the rest of us look bad. Really? Okay, I'll just, I'll stop. Then. Wow. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> when you have to retire to let yeah, somebody else shine. Yeah. yeah it's, uh, it's you, one of those things. You've, so, you've done good. Hopefully if the girls listen to this that I danced with, they'll like that. I, <laughs> yeah. I, they didn't tell me that. But that's what I tell myself to make me feel. Well, better. yeah, well, yeah. I have to build yeah. myself up you, in a lot of areas. Sometimes you have to toot your own horn. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. Sounds like a VW. <laughs> <laughs> um, but then <laughs> I taught line dancing a little while too there, and I was going to get into two stepping, but it never did take off yeah. here like it did with um, me and my um, current ex-wife. Mm-hmm. I got two. I got a former ex-wife, a current ex-wife, <laughs> a current ex-wife, and you know. Yeah. And then uh, we used to go to Corbin and dance all the time in two-step. Now, I may be wrong about this, but years ago, didn't they have dancing or something other down in McKee Ballpark? Yeah. That That's what I was thinking. Charlie Burns taught down there is who I took off of. Oh, so did you have a part in that? Mm-hmm. Okay, I, th- yeah. I was thinking you did. Yep. And then uh, when he uh, decided to quit teaching here uh, and focus more on Richmond, uh, I took it over and... I bought the office. I had the office set up you ever seen. Yeah, yeah. It was all records then. Now it's all on laptop or computer. Right, you know, you right. You speed it up and slow it down. Yeah. But I had the original turntable you could speed up and slow down and a microphone hooked to it. Cool. And it was it was a nice setup. I was thinking, I don't know, that's, I've never thought about that until you just mentioned that, but that sparked a memory with me. I remember that. Yep. That was a big, that was a big thing. It was. I mean, they was, I'll bet you at one time I probably had... I ran three classes, beginner, intermediate, and advanced. Yeah. And I probably had 75 to 100 students. Yeah, yeah. At $3 a pop. Heck yeah. Yeah, it's making good money. I, <laughs> I had to resign. Oh, yeah. Got too good. <laughs> Got too good. <laughs> Show it off. Making everybody look bad. Forced into retirament. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's, that's what happens yeah. when you get that good. It's a shame stuff like that still ain't going on in the county because you know there's a big interest in it still. Well, gosh, I have so much to say about that. Go right ahead. Well, and I, it's not that I'm afraid to or anything like that. It's just that... That so much stuff in the last, it just in the last twenty years. I started mm-hmm. working at the jail in nineteen ninety nine. Yeah, from nineteen ninety nine to now, twenty three, twenty four years. Mm-hmm. The amount of changes that's happened around here is unbelievable. Now, would you say for the better or worse? No, they're not for the better. Yeah, um, it could be a lot worse. Yeah, but it's right on the cusp of being a lot worse. Yeah, and I ain't knocking nobody's leadership or anything like that. We've got, you know. <clears throat> what irritates me so bad is the good old boy syndrome. Oh, yeah. 
I, I think everybody hates that. Mm-hmm. Well, apparently not. <laughs> yeah, well, they some. Back in. <laughs> they some. You know, and I'm not knocking all of them or anything. No, like no, no. I know. Look, listen, I've, uh, Shane Gabbard. Yeah. Love him. Yeah. Love him. But they, Good guy. I think he's a wonderful person. Mm-hmm. Ryan Gabbard. Yeah. I don't know about no, Kieran. He's my first cousin. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I knew this was going to be a good episode. <laughs> I love Brian like a fat kid loves cake. I, yeah, yeah. I ain't no kidding. And I, he was my pastor for a little while and, yeah. and would be today. But my, we go up to Richmond where my wife was raised. She likes, you know, she wanted to go up there and mm-hmm. I like it up there. And nothing against Brian, you know. But it's just I went. we went down here to the ballpark during the shindig down at McKee. Yeah. They had that, um, I guess, kind of like a mini revival up there. Yeah, yeah. And um, we went up there and supported him one night. I didn't know what was going on. I, listen, I stay so disconnected. I don't even read the newspapers no more. Yeah, you if better off not to. I don't even know what it is. Yeah. And, you know, whatever I say on there, I'm just like, hmm. Yeah. You know, take it with a grain of salt, but <clears throat> sorry. <laughs> um, it, uh, yeah. Um, I ran for office before, got beat. Mm-hmm. Um didn't see it coming, but I did expect it. Okay. Um, a lot of people, you know, they, if you haven't been involved in politics or your family's not been involved in politics, yeah. Says I get my mouth to work. Um, you don't really understand how things can switch. Okay. And now, what do you mean? Like, um, <clears throat> you'll have a, you'll have somebody run for office. Okay. okay and there'll be a real strong, strong person. And they'll be maybe run against an incumbent. Okay. And if you know when you can get the poll data, not like somebody standing outside and taking a poll, but like yeah, yeah. the results of the last election. Yeah. And you can see how many votes is coming out of what area. Mm-hmm. Well, then you can suggest strongly to someone, hey, why don't you do this or why don't you do that? Why don't you come out and run for this? And by okay. doing that, that person will take so many votes off of another person. Okay. And it's usually somebody that's <clears throat> easily manipulated yeah. to get to do that. Okay. Now, listen, I'm not bitter about it. I've run a fire race. Oh, I know you ain't. And, and it don't matter a bit yeah. to me now whatsoever. I'm much happier now than I was then. Mm-hmm. I kind of feel like that if I had won, I'd probably be happy. Yeah. But I don't think that's what God had intended for me to do. Probably wouldn't. Down down the road. Yeah. Because in at that particular time in my life, it would have led me to a bad, bad destruction place. Okay. It would have it would have destroyed me. Yeah. Because I was almost there anyway. Oh really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And uh let's see. Right now, currently, let's see, where did I leave off? I don't know. I drove a truck for a little while. I didn't and, know that. Mm-hmm. It's a box truck, like yeah. ten thousand pound. I delivered uh, aftermarket auto parts out of Lexington. Okay. For um, LKQ Keystone. Okay. That's a plug for LKQ Keystone. <laughs> I just thought I'd throw that in there. Well, yeah. I've been wanting to do that, <laughs> but um, yeah. And it's uh, oh. let's see. From there, <clears throat> I went to managing a store in Richmond on Exit ninety. It used to be an Exxon and had a Arby's built in beside of it. And it's a Gulf now. Yeah. BP. It's a BP. Okay. No, it's a Gulf. Oh, is it? Yep. And um, that's where I met my wife. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yep. After me and my second wife split up and um, everything was said and done and I was 
It, it, it bothered me for a while. It did. We've well, yeah, 20 would. years, you know, and I thought, well, all the kids are 18 now. It's time for us to grow old and die. Yeah, yeah. Not the next day, but, you know, still well, yeah. live that life together. <laughs> yeah, you know? yeah. And uh, it, it didn't work out that way. And, um, you know, thank God we're good friends now. That's good. Um, she's got a wonderful husband now. Mm-hmm. And, uh, it, you know, my kids like him. I like him. I like her. <clears throat> my kids still like her. That's good because it's her mother. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> um, I was dating another girl in Richmond that I'd met on Facebook. Uh-huh. Um, not just like it was a it was a single site. It was called MatchMeetMe.com. Yeah. That's what it was. And uh, listen, this girl was crazy. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so, but anyway, you know, we, she, she treated me good, and you know, she had a couple of kids. Crazy good, crazy good, and, and she yelled a lot at them. You better uh, maybe get choked. <laughs> so at the time, I was trying to go to church. Yeah. Well, I was going to church, but I was, I was not, I was not the person that I should have been. Okay. And I felt really bad about that. As a matter of fact, I pulled, I played the piano at church. Mm-hmm. And I pulled myself back from that <clears throat> because I was um, doing stuff that I shouldn't have been doing. Right. Um, not being well, not being married. I don't. This is my. This is my story. Yeah, yeah. You know. Yeah. But um, I found out she supported Barack Obama, and that destroyed it. For oh God, yeah. I was, that would do it. I just completely. <laughs> Lost all control, <laughs> yeah. respect, and everything. Uh-huh. I had a couple of shirts and some shoes and stuff at her apartment. And I was like, I am gone. Yeah. She said, no, 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 you can't do that. We won't talk about it anymore. I said, no. Mm-mm. But anyway, I stayed for a little while longer. And I, I, I got, like, a couple of days later, I was like, what am I doing? Yeah. And I started praying, and I was like, God, please forgive me about this stuff that I've been doing. I, 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 I get the sign now. Yeah. And I was like, I don't want to date. I don't want to look. I don't want to search. I want a Proverbs wife. Yeah. I want a praying wife. Yeah. I want a wife. I just want a Proverbs <clears throat> wife. Mm-hmm. And I'll have you to know that in two weeks, I fell in love in an instant. Wow. When this woman I'm married to right now, by the way, her name's Amber, uh-huh. um, helped me play a joke on somebody that used to be in the family that I was in before I got voted off the island. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I, she said, well, I normally don't do stuff like this. What do I got to do? I said, just come out there and put your hand on my shoulder and tilt your head, or just put your hand on my shoulder and ask me what time I'm picking you up tonight. Oh, yeah. It's going to be great. you know. Yeah, yeah. And um, she did that, and she said so and tilted her head, and I couldn't talk. <laughs> I didn't know what to do. Yeah, put a spell I was on like, you. Oh my God, this is her. And I knew it instantly that was the answer to I play. know what you mean. I knew it right away. Yeah. And um <clears throat> yeah, let's see, that was on a Monday. I kissed her the first time on a Wednesday. Yeah. I took her out on a Friday. Uh-huh. And sixty three days later I put a ring on her finger. Yeah. That she bought. Because <clears throat> I was broke. <laughs> <laughs> that was ten years ago. Now since then, I bought her a real nice ring. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You but I still got it. I've still got the one that she bought me. It's cobalt steel. It's lasting a lot longer than. Uh, yeah. 
you hear that? Yeah. It lasts a lot longer <laughs> than gold does. I told her, I said, I want one that'll last yeah. this time because I'm too old to get married again. Oh, yeah, yeah. And so, yeah, <clears throat> that's, that's it. And then um, after that, we went through um, a transition period of pulling back away from God, mm -hmm. and we suffered. Yeah. We suffered greatly, especially me. Yeah. Um, it drove her to the point of a nervous breakdown, and it left me in a dark, dark, super dark place. Yeah. And uh, she called me one day and she said, "You've got to come home. I can't. I can't deal with it no more. I can't. I can't do nothing." I said, "I don't." I, and I was at the point where I just like, I don't care. Yeah. Do the best you can. Yeah. And she went into the washroom in the laundry room, and started praying. Mm -hmm. And um, it within. I forget how long it was. She was she was wailing to God, yeah, to help her. And when she come out of that bathroom, or when she come out of that laundry room, in probably five or ten minutes, yeah, she was delivered from all that anxiety, all of that other stuff. And she had to be because what happened next was for me. Okay, for two and a half years, this woman fasted and prayed. Not completely, she'd be dead. Oh, yeah, yeah. She fasted and she prayed, and we fought. And she fasted and prayed and we fought. And at, at the end of my rope, going down Big Hill, about two and a half years ago, mm -hmm. I gave up. I said, I'm not, I'm not fighting this no more. Yeah. And um, I took my seatbelt off, <clears throat> and I said, Hell has to be better than this, the torment that I was going through. Yeah. And uh, I was had planned on running head on to the next big truck to come up that hill. Wow. I was I was done. Yeah. And about halfway down that hill, they something got in that van with me. And by the time I reached the bottom of that hill, I was delivered from everything that I was going through. What about that? And I'm living testimony today of God's wonderful miracles. And today we're youth leaders in the church where we go. That's awesome, Ron. It is. I appreciate you telling that, and, man. Yeah, hey, no problem. There's a lot more to it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> a lot more to it. it. You know, it's, it's, people go through stuff that you really don't know. Oh, yeah. Uh, because they don't want to talk about it. And for years I never talked about it because I thought I could handle it myself. Mm -hmm. You know, and it drove me to the point of, Suicide. Mm -hmm. uh, I was suicidal for a long time, and there's a lot of people. My kids don't even know this. Yeah. Um, but since God delivered me, and the, and the closer that I get to my walk with Christ today, the more freer I am about talking about it because it might help somebody else. Yeah. You know, I don't sit around and rub crystals together or put oil in my hair and mm -hmm. you know things like that because yeah. that's just you know to me that's just foolishness. Yeah. A crystal never climbed, climbed Calvary and died for me. Nope. But that was a man did that. Absolutely. And that's the only, that's the only thing I need right yeah. there. Um, but at an early age, uh, probably 10, 12 years old, um, I was molested. Okay. Um, not forcibly. It ended up being the truth or dare game. Okay. And, uh, yeah, it kind of unleashed some demons. Mm-hmm. Um, within me and I was suppressed not suppressed oppressed yeah for <clears throat> gosh 
45 years. Really? That's how long I've been battling it. Wow. And in an instant, it was gone. What about that? It's, it's I mean, just amazing. Well, you know all about miracles. You know, oh, absolutely. Standing right up. Yeah, sure do. Today's their birthday, if I am stuck. Yeah, it's the 13th. 13th. Yeah, they turned 10 years old the other day. But yeah, that's that's, uh, uh, that's it in a nutshell for me. Hey. I mean, well, I appreciate you, know, you telling that. I've got, uh, oh, yeah, I've got eight kids. Yeah, you got a lot of kids. Between eight and 12 grandchildren, I haven't figured it out. (laughs) (laughs) I've got a daughter that married a guy that's got a couple kids that I ain't ever seen. Yeah. And I think he's only seen a couple times. Yeah. But that's another another story for him. Yeah, yeah. Because I don't know that much about it either. Don't care. Right, right. Um, But I've got a couple, I got a couple of bonus kids, and they're, they might as well be mine. I don't know no different. I don't treat my, my bonus grandchildren any different because, you know, that's just not the way it's supposed to be. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Be a man, you're going to be a man. Oh yeah, you, you, you got you, to. You take the biscuit with the gravy. Absolutely, that's a good. <laughs> that's a good way to put it. That's awesome, right there. <laughs> People be like, "Well, I don't like gravy." Yeah. Well, there's something wrong with you. You know, there is something to be said about people that. Uh, has been through traumatic experiences mm-hmm. in their life. You know, I've had these folks on here lately that's been uh, addic- uh, uh, addicted to drugs or alcohol or anything like that, and they all come on here and tell their story. Yeah. And, you know, there may be people out there listening that be may be like, why are they so prone? Why are they so prone to telling that story? Mm-hmm. You know, it looks like they, that that's something that they want to keep to their self and just like stories like what you just told. Right. When somebody gets over such a traumatic experience like that and comes out to the good on the other end it's a brag it is it's a something that they want to tell Mm -hmm. of their their uh their uh uh achievement yeah well once you reach that point when you get when you get delivered Mm -hmm. it becomes a a warrior's cry yeah um because when 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 you're delivered from something, you're delivered from it. Yeah. Now the Bible says that a dog will return to its vomit, and that's not physically speaking about a dog going back to its vomit, back to its vomit, but it will. If you'll notice it, it yeah, will. they will. That just means once you get rid of something, you'll go back and pick it back up if you ain't careful. Yeah, that's true. Um, but it's it's so freeing mm-hmm. to talk about it um, to a certain point. They steal some things that I can't talk about. Right. Um, but every time that I talk about it, every, every time my wife and I tell somebody our testimony, mm-hmm. it's it's more freeing that time, and it allows you to go a little bit further and in, in more detail the next time. Yeah. And pretty soon you get to the point where you're just all out and open. I would uh, imagine that has a healing effect. Too, it is. It is. Yeah. To be able to talk about it. <clears throat> for the reflect. longest. Yeah. For the longest time, um, I wouldn't even admit it that that's what caused the stuff that I went through mm-hmm. um, until um, we was sitting talking about it. And I, I realized all of a sudden I said, oh, my God, that's that's what's caused all this. Because yeah. there'll be something happen in your life that will open a door mm-hmm. and allow some kind of demonic spirit slash force to come in and oppress you yeah. if you let it. Oh, yeah. And and we're very careful about that now. Mm. Before I didn't think much of it. That's like, and I'm you, you'll probably get a lot of comments about what I'm about to say, but it's okay. Just tell them it's me. <laughs> um, say it, buddy. We don't we don't celebrate Halloween anymore. Okay. Um, we don't 
we celebrate Easter, but mm-hmm. not like everybody else does. Okay. Um, we talk about the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus. We teach the kids and the grandkids that's there at the time about it, what happened. And we put candy inside of the eggs, but we let them know that the egg that we're doing is a sign of new life yeah. that for Jesus when he rose out of the grave. Well, yeah. uh, it has nothing to do with, and I, I'm not <clears throat> sure if you know the history of, of how Easter came across. Or it, it's called Easter because of a, if I'm not mistaken, a, a Greek god named Esther. Okay, I didn't know that. And uh, it also dealt, it dives into a goddess or a god that they called Ishtar. Mm-hmm. And uh, Ishtar had a pet, if I remember correctly, and it was a bunny. Yeah. And when the when they set the bunny down, it laid eggs. Uh-huh. Something like that. It, it, yeah. You can find it online. It's, it's yeah. really fascinating. To, and it's it's like it's not Greek mythology. It's well, it is mythology because there is no other god beside him. Right, right. And um, but that's that's where the whole concept <clears throat> of Easter come from. And then it was just fornicated into the the resurrection of Jesus. Okay. Through the downfall and the what's the word I'm looking for? Anyway, it came up. It intertwined with the church. Okay. Not the church, but with religion. Yeah, yeah. Uh, which is completely different mm-hmm. than, than, I mean, you've got religion and then you've got yeah. Jesus. Yeah, you know? that is true. I agree with that. <clears throat> and we don't do Halloween because of just all the demonic stuff. There's a whole story behind that, too, how kids would dress up to disguise themselves from the demonic forces that was inside. I have houses. read a little bit about that now. And yeah, so yeah. We, we, now we did do that. Yeah. We used to do Halloween. We used to do Easter just like everybody else does. Well, but yeah. the closer that you get to God and your walk with him, the more you realize that you need to watch what you let in your house. Mm-hmm. Uh, we don't watch scary movies in the house. We don't watch demonic movies in the house. Nothing that would portray, um, say, for instance, um, what's that new movie just come about? where that guy in prison was is supposed to be possessed by... Oh, I watched that. Nefarious uh, or something yes. like that? Yeah. yeah. See, we will never watch that. Yeah. Uh, that just opens the door. Yeah. And, and you know. I now, completely... Think we're crazy because of that. No, I don't. I mean, I <laughs> I watch all that. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I'm I'm here to tell you I watch all that, but <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a hypocrite because well, I, I mean, sit and watch it, and I know that that does allow for stuff like that to, to bond itself to you. Right. And it's it's like it's just like eating a Baby Ruth candy bar versus eating um, a bowl of lettuce. Yeah, the bowl of lettuce is going to be a lot better for you than that Baby Ruth is. But yeah. man, that Baby Ruth tastes good. <laughs> yeah, you know. <laughs> yeah, and that's just the way to look. You know, we I don't listen. I don't dog anybody for doing it. That's just like the stick they give you. You know, to keep you from catching the that thing going around. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I've not taken it. Not no. going to take it. No, I mean, my kids either. ain't going to take it. Uh-uh. I ain't putting one of them things on my face no more. Nope. It just ain't. My kids ain't going to. Mm-hmm. Period. Yeah. I done put the school board and everybody on notice. Oh yeah. Don't even come at me. Yeah. I ain't got but, time for that foolishness. No. But, uh, <clears throat> but anyway, uh, yeah, we used to do all that. And, uh, you know, they'd be like, well, what about Christmas? Oh, he just ain't talking about that because that's about Jesus. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> we celebrate Christmas, but we celebrate it the right way. Yeah. My kids knows that 
Mommy and Daddy Santa Claus. Uh-huh. And I hope they know kids listen to this. Probably should put a, <laughs> something in front of that. Yeah. Uh, back it up. Yeah. Um, I'll put a disclaimer. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, a lot of truth going on here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Thank you. This is uh, somebody said the other day, the truth podcast. <laughs> uh, and I thought I, I liked yeah. that real good. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, uh, you know, we do it the right way. We, um, we, tell, uh, we tell our kids a Christmas story. Uh, not about the eye getting put out with a BB gun, but the other <laughs> yeah, one. Yeah, the, the one, one that matters. Yeah, yeah. Um, the birth of Jesus, not necessarily it happened in December. I'm sure they just threw something at a dartboard and said, okay, here it is. Yeah. We do that. Um, what in the world? I don't know. It's oh, that was, other stupid phone. was that my pacemaker? <laughs> Let me turn this other phone off. <laughs> Lord God, that was loud. Well, that's a flip phone. Yeah, this is the podcast phone oh. that I just got today. Well, that's that's just lovely. <laughs> yeah, that's my radio voice. In case you want to use it. <laughs> oh yeah. Thank yeah. you for coming in. <laughs> but, <laughs> but yeah, um, we just uh, our walk is a lot a lot better now than it was because uh, we started doing things that we should have been doing but mm-hmm. we wasn't doing. Yeah, we pray together. Uh, That's we good. never eat before we pray, mm-hmm. bless the food. Our children does it now, our smaller ones. They do it now, which, by the way, I've got a 14, an 8-year-old, <laughs> a 6-year-old at home. That's yeah. what I'm, That's the ones I'm referring to, and I've got five more that's left the house. Yeah, yeah. And that's where all my grandkids come from. But uh, it's, it is, um, it's a blessing to sit and get ready to eat and your little girl says can i pray yeah and it's just the simplest little prayer yeah she says lord bless this food and bless the hands that repaired it wow repaired it yeah yeah she gets kind of confused that's awesome and uh, ain't everything wrong with that no and she'll say bless those that don't have anything and uh, something else make sure the little kids have a bed to sleep in and covers amen Amen. Amen. Yeah. Man, that's as sincere and heartfelt as it, it is. gets. It right really there. is. But now she did get in a little bit of trouble at school for telling the boy he was going to hell for lying. <laughs> and yeah, we had to deal with that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. The teacher sent him over home. <laughs> like, well, I mean, he is. When he gets older, uh, you know, I don't understand. She ain't wrong. No, she ain't lying. Maybe you should send a note to his parents. Yeah. But no, we told her, oh, like, honey, you know, you got, and she, she uh, and we went to a, um, uh, if you need me to hush, just tell no, me. No, go, I'm, keep I'm going. going. I, I prefer we this. This is awesome. We was invited to go be uh, youth leaders or uh, group leaders at a youth camp in Chattanooga, Tennessee called Camp Tribe. Yeah. Um, I, I thought it was in Pigeon Forge. Yeah. And I didn't find that. It wasn't until we passed the Pigeon Forge ex- exit up and just kept on going until we almost went in Georgia. Oh, yeah. I was like, I didn't know about this, but yeah. it was all good. But we had to go up this big mountain. <clears throat> it's on top of Signal Mountain in Chattanooga, if you know where I ain't even heard of that. All right. Well, it's run, the, the the camp is owned by the Church of God. Yeah. Um, and the, not like the Deer Stables Church of God, Church of God, but like the one at a Church of God Church of okay. God. Okay. I think they're affiliated with like the organization church. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and so we got to go up there. And man, I was dreading it. I was like, Lord have mercy, I'm going to deal with my kids. 
<laughs> and everybody else's. Yeah. I just had one go because the other two wasn't old enough. So it was all right. Listen, let me tell you about a life-changing trip. Okay. They was probably 400 children there. Wow. Ranging from eight years, nine years old to 18. Wow. And you you would have to experience it to get the full the full effect of everything that happened. But on one of the last, close to the last days that we was there, what happens is they, they section all these kids off by age. Mm-hmm. And then they put them in uh, groups with colors. And then... Everybody competes against everybody at certain times during the day, and then at the end of the at the end of the camp, they all get up and get recognized for who won this and who won that. There's no per- per- participation trophies. That's good. If you lose, you lose. Yeah. If you win, you win. That's good. And everybody's glad about it. Yeah. But um, <clears throat> they start out every morning with a little um, a little service, you know, about thirty minutes talking and you know, kind of ministering to the kids, and then. They go into classes, and these classes they start teaching you about the Bible and about Jesus and 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 different things aspect to Christianity and and stuff like that. Cause yeah. it's a Christian camp, mm-hmm. and um, then you got free time. You got like four hours of free time, and they just run all over the place. They're yeah. playing. They got different games: paintball, uh, canoeing, hmm. wow. uh, something called Gaga ball. Never I've heard never that. heard of that. But, you know, it's it's. Really intense. Oh yeah, and like really scary to watch. Really, yeah. <laughs> but um, and then at the at then you at the end of the day, uh, after that's over with, you go back. You get shower time. Mm-hmm. You get cleaned up. Put you Sunday go to meeting clothes on, and then you go to church. Yeah, every night from seven thirty to whenever. Yeah. Well, <clears throat> during some of the classes. As a group leader, I could float around at different ones and just watch and make sure if they needed help or whatever. Mm-hmm. And that's the way they all of them did. They was like probably 48 or 50 of us, yeah. the group leaders. Wow. And um, so at at the nine-year-old to like, I think it was maybe 11, was one of the best ones I, I had been in. <laughs> but anyway, these kids are learning about Jesus and they're learning about how to be kind to one another and just biblical stuff, you know, that's going to help them throughout life. And they're playing little games in there. And um, so it gets down close to one of the last days and this the, the teacher gets up and she's, you know, she's done her stuff and it's getting ready to close everything out. And she's like, you know, I feel like I need to tell everybody this. And, and these are nine to 11 year old kids. Yeah. And she tells that when she was younger, that her cousin had touched her inappropriately. Okay. She didn't say molested me or anything like that. She right. kept it grade level. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know, she went to tell him about how so long she, you know, she didn't forgive him and she needed to do this and do that and it really bothered until one day that she forgave him for doing it, you know, and then her life became more free. Yeah. And she didn't hold all that stuff inside of her. And um, she said, I won't, everybody to bow their heads and we're going to pray a little bit and then at the end of the prayer she said if there's anybody in here that needs to forgive somebody for doing something that they shouldn't have done just keep your heads bowed and raise your hand Mm. listen you would not believe at the kids 9 to 11 years old that raised their hands there was probably 30 kids in there and out of that 30 I bet you 20 of them raised their hands why about that (coughs) excuse me and they would drop like flies. 
Really? And just, it's awful. And That's something. You just walk around and pray for them. Yeah. And, and, you know, try to give them some kind of reassurance that it's going to be okay, that God's got this. Yeah. You know, it, it's it's bad. Yeah, it's yeah. It's the worst thing ever. Yeah. Like, I think people like that should be filleted. Oh, yeah. But that's just me. Well, yeah. I agree with you completely. But they're, that's, uh, fillet is a good a good way yeah, to put it. Yeah. I mean, you know, they can ask forgiveness, and then, you know, I'm sure God will forgive them if they're serious about it and, and going to change, and then, you know, just put them on a bun and send them out. Yeah. But um, it's um, <clears throat> the last night of the, of the camp. Um, they have what's called a tunnel of fire. Yeah. And all of the ministers and the minister wives and the people that's running the camp has all of the kids line up and they walk through these, there's probably 10, 12 people on each side. Yeah. And these people are anointing them with oil and praying over them mm-hmm. as they walk through. Some of them don't make it all the way out. They fall out in the spirit. They have to be drug out and laid on the ground. Wow. In the carpet. It, it, listen, it's the most, I've got video of it. I'll show you sometime. Yeah. Uh, it's it's the most amazing spiritual thing I've ever seen in my life, and cool. it changed my life forever. Yeah, like the, I've already asked to be signed up for next year, and they just come out with the dates for it. Oh, really? Yeah, and I'll probably send you some information on that because <clears throat> about anybody can go. Okay. Um, yeah, send that to and, me. And we're um, we took a bus this year, well van. Yeah. And it it held um, it was a fifteen passenger. We had, I believe, it was eight or nine kids go. Hmm. And we decided then, when we come back, we was going to start a youth group at church. And uh, Amber and I and uh, the youth pastor, um, Sean and his wife, Rhonda, are the youth leaders of this group. And we've got like, I don't know how many. we got a few. Yeah. It's growing, though. It'll, it'll, it'll grow. Oh, yeah. I absolutely and, will. Uh, we hope to take back school bus next year. Hey, kid. There's one church there had 400, or not 400, they had 150 kids. Wow. It was insane. That's good. Intense. It, it really was. Any time that you can involve children in anything like that, it's always a good oh, thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it, um, it, it was, I was just blown away. I couldn't, I couldn't believe, I thought I was pretty humble to a yeah. point. Mm-hmm. But man, this, this broke me. Yeah. It, it really got me to thinking about a lot of stuff. And, um, if we don't get a hold of our children, not just my children and your children, but mm-hmm. if we don't do something for them to go put them in the right direction, yeah, it's not good. It's no, not going to be good. It's 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 headed uh, in such a destructive uh, way. It's not even funny. It is. Well, if you look at it, you look at you look at. <clears throat> oh, God, I hate for this to come out of my mouth, but Taylor Swift. Yeah. All right. Yeah, kids will fall over themselves to get yeah. to her to get to see her. Absolutely, will. And she is the most vile, disgusting. Couldn't agree more. Going on right now. Couldn't agree more. Even little Nos and that all them ones that you can look at and say that they're satanic yeah. people or whatever. Like she just, ugh, yeah. you know, it's disgusting. And she wasn't that way when she started. No, she you was know? as country as cornbread, mm-hmm. wholesome as she could be. And but that's what happens when you let the demonic forces mm-hmm. of hell guide you to where you need to go yeah where you where you they want to take you not yeah. where you need to go because you sure don't need to go there i don't know what you can i don't know what anybody i mean just keep them from watching it i guess is the best way to do yeah. it but i mean we do 
Yeah. Like we oh, we do too. We don't. Uh, we don't <clears throat> let them listen to. We listen to. On XM radio, we listen to the message. Mm-hmm. Or we listen to Enlighten, which is Southern gospel. The message is kind of like K Love gospel. Yeah, yeah. Uh, contemporary Christian music, yeah. things like that. Or we listen to K Love. It just depends. Yeah. But they don't. Um, they don't. Um, we don't listen to that garbage. No. I don't blame you a bit. I mentioned uh, <laughs> when Michael was here the other day when we was recording that uh, people's focus in life is determined by what's cool. Yeah. And yeah. what's trendy, mm-hmm. and you know, it, it once you get somebody like Taylor Swift, mm-hmm. as famous and as she is, and as big of a following as she's got, I hate to say this, but I feel like the the girl could come out on stage and tell everybody to do whatever she oh, wanted yeah. them to do, yeah. and they would do it yeah. because they're so blinded mm-hmm. by right. by just. Her, and I don't get that. Well, it's I can explain it to you. It's it's extremely <clears throat> simple. If you look, what everybody knows that Lucifer Lucifer was an angel, yeah, and that he was cast out of heaven mm-hmm. and took a third of the angels with him. Yeah. All right. Yep. What was Lucifer's job as an angel? As the angel. Uh, God, you put me in the put me in the spot here. He was in charge of worship. Yes, yes, that's Music. right. Yes. Look at what, as, <clears throat> as as the God of this world, mm-hmm. look what he has done from when you was a kid. Oh, yeah. To now. Oh, yeah. With that music. Yeah, totally different. They stuff on the radio today, Danny, that would have never, I'm a little bit older than you are. Mm-hmm. I'll soon be 58 years old. Right. There is stuff on the radio today that you would have been put in jail for saying when I was a kid. Yeah, they are. Uh, We went from air supply singing all out of love (laughs) to Jim Bob Jehoshaphat over here singing, I'm going to rape and kill your mom. Yeah. And people loving it. Yeah, loving every bit of it. It's crazy. Yeah. You know, and I don't know if that's a real artist, but I couldn't think. I don't know any of them because I don't listen to them. (laughs) It probably is. (laughs) I think the last one that I I remember was Jay-Z. Oh, yeah. And and maybe Cayenne, Kanye. Cayenne Pepper. Cayenne Pepper. (laughs) Kanye. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, that's a whole other world right over (laughs) there. (laughs) Ain't nobody wants to know what's up in that world. (laughs) No. (laughs) Just stay over there. Kanye Pepper. Yeah. (laughs) Like yeah, they're funny. all idiots. I, uh, I mean, you can look around this studio and see the pictures that I've mm-hmm. got hanging. Yeah. They're old black and white actors and yep. singers and stuff like that. That's who I like. Yep. You know, different times was so much different. Yeah. And they probably had, um, no doubt, had their own little things that they was into and stuff. Mm-hmm. But sometimes I feel like I... I'm in the the wrong generation, you know what I mean? Because I would have loved to live to live in the the times of the Rat Pack and yeah. uh, Bud Abbott and Lou Costello. Yeah. Did you? Uh, what year was you born? Eighty. Oh man, you just barely missed it. <laughs> yeah. Let me tell you. Yeah. <laughs> Let me tell you about eighty through eighty four. Yeah. That was the best time ever. Oh yeah. That was life. Yeah. Right there. I mean, the music was just. I mean, you today you can go into any particular place and they're playing eighties music. 
Yeah. Like what lasts that long? Oh, A's music you know? is the best music ever made. It's, I mean, it's the best genre ever. Yeah. I but, love it. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, it's uh, it's a completely <clears throat> different world. You can ask my wife. That's mostly what I listen to is 80s music. Oh. Anything from the 80s. Uh, one of my favorites, well, one of, I say my favorites, and I can't even remember, Huey Lewis and the News. Mm-hmm. I love Huey yep. Lewis and the News. Yep. Hall and Oates. Hall and Oates. Yep. Yeah. Love, uh, Journey. R-E-O's I like Journey. Listen, Journey's on another level, by itself. Yes. It's, a, it's like Oreos and Doritos. They should be. Yep. Everything else is compared to them. Oh, yeah. I'm fat. <laughs> and I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. My wife the other day we was talking about so I said, baby, I need to lose some weight. I can't hardly walk. I, oh, yeah. I get out of breath. And she said, me too, honey. I said, <laughs> I said you know, I, I, I'm, I really don't have a problem with the size you are. Because she's not big. Yeah. You know. And she said, really? I said, no. I said, I, you know, really. Yeah. She's round. Yeah, yeah. And she said, well, I don't, I like the way you are too. I said, good. I said, let's just not go on a diet. She said, can we go get something to eat? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's awesome. Said, yes. Yeah. Let's do it. So yeah. we went to uh, Habaneros, I think. That's a plug for Habaneros. <laughs> yeah. It was $25. $25. 1995. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I've been wanting to say that ever since I heard it. Yeah. No, uh, I'm the same way. You know, me and Patsy talk about dieting and stuff like that, which I have lost a lot of weight in the last however many months and Patsy's lost a lot of weight and stuff but I really just like my wife the way she is I do too you know listen I am completely obsessed with my wife in love with my wife uh me and Beefy actually did a whole episode on lusting over your wives and stuff and I'm infatuated with my wife and I hope she is me I don't see how but she says she is well I mean you know um my wife lies to me every day and tells me she said I'm the best looking thing I ever seen. Thank you, baby. Thank you. Just go along Just with go it. Ahead. <laughs> yeah. Just get down with your bad things. <laughs> yeah. But uh yeah. no, we um I would like to be in better shape. <clears throat> round is a shape, but I'd like to be a smaller <laughs> round, maybe yeah, yeah. an oval. Yeah, yeah. Um <laughs> for my health. Oh yeah. You know, that's I, listen, yeah. I'm getting I'm getting up there, you know. I'm knocking on Somebody said something about the other day about 70. I said, I've got 12 years left. Oh, yeah. Get away from me. I wouldn't have thought you was 58 years oh, old. Yeah. I really, I, I mean, honestly, I thought you was maybe in your early 50s. Yeah. Really early 50s. Yeah, I'm not. <laughs> okay. I'm not. <laughs> when we got, before we got married, I asked her, I said, you know, what do you think about kids, you know? Yeah, yeah. She said, well, I like them all right. I said, no, I'm not talking about that. <laughs> I I said, do you want any more kids? Because she already had a little boy. Yeah. And he was three. Mm -hmm. And she said, well, I wouldn't care to have a little girl. And I was like, crap. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, okay, look. My baby was 19, getting Uh ready to turn 20. Yeah. And um, I said, okay, here's the deal. Every time you change her diaper, you check mine. (laughs) Make sure that I'm not saying... She swears she didn't say that, but I've got her on old Android phone. Recording. Oh, yeah? Yeah. yeah. I have to find it. See, that's Patsy. She records me all the time, and she, then she'll bring up something, and I'll say, no, I didn't do that, and she'll have it mm-hmm. on, her, on her phone. Yeah. Just like with the, the that I like 80s music, she posted a video of me in the bathroom getting ready listening to Ace of Bass. Yeah. Embarrassed me to death. 
Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay, so base. Yeah. Well, then, you know, and here's the thing about it. Uh, I'm going to tie us back in. Tie it back in. You can tell I listen to your podcast. Yeah, yeah I, believe, you? I believe you have listened to a couple episodes. <laughs> um, well, I forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> See, that's part of old age, too. Right, right. But um, You'll tie it back in later. I'll tie it back in later. Get them scissors. <laughs> uh, I prayed for my wife. Mm-hmm. I, I did, too, Ron. I, I did, too. I didn't get as specific as you did. Yeah. All I wanted was a Proverbs wife. Mm-hmm. And I figured that that lays it out good enough. You know, I now listen, I didn't want somebody that I had to wheel in a wheelbarrow yeah, and yeah. throw Twinkies at <clears throat> every now and then. <laughs> but, you know, but if that's what God would have sent me, I would have took it. Why, yeah, yeah. God sent me, in my opinion, one of the most beautiful women that's ever been birthed. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Plain and simple. Yeah. Now, other people may disagree, but they're wrong. Yeah. But anyway, <laughs> yeah. everything that I wanted, I got in my wife. That's awesome. I knocked on the door in the house one night in the bathroom, and I I could hear her crying. And I was like, oh, my God, what have I done? Yeah, yeah. So I started looking around to see if I left something on the floor or maybe, you know, sneezed and a booger flew on the window or something like that. And I said, honey, what's wrong? What's wrong? When she flung the door open and she was crying, I said, what's wrong? She said, I'm praying. And listen, you could have, I was floored. Yeah. My eyes went up because I specifically asked for a Proverbs wife and a praying wife. Mm-hmm. And that was it. That's something. And it's been every, she's been everything that I've ever <clears throat> wanted in a wife. And they, sometimes I could kill her. Yeah. And sometimes she could kill me. Yeah. But I don't know, I don't know how I'd live without her. Oh, I'm the same way, Ron. I don't. I'm the same I, way. I don't. I, sometimes I think about at, at what it would be like if she wasn't there. She, like today she went to Costco. Left yeah. early. Yeah. And uh, that's an all day trip yeah. right there. And I've been, I like, I don't know what to do. <laughs> yeah. I I'm just the sat there in the way. house and I look back and forth like, well, maybe I should. Well, no, maybe she been home. And I look at my watch. <laughs> yeah. It's like she's been gone 10 minutes. <laughs> like, what's yeah, wrong same with you? way. And if my like, wife was sitting in one of these chairs, she would tell you I'm the exact same yeah. way. I am lost. It's people's and, like, it's just an unhealthy relationship. He's just the controlling narcissist. Oh, Lord. And I was like, you listen, my, well. Boys, I'm going to tell you something. <laughs> <laughs> when God answers a prayer, yeah, he answers a prayer. He's a show-off. He, uh, listen, and I'm good with that. Yeah, I am too. And Very I, good with that. She hasn't told me yet, but I know I'm everything she prayed for. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I'm still waiting yeah. for my wife to say well, the same I, thing. I don't have a doubt in my mind. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody knows I've I've told the story before, but I, like you said, I've got, I got real specific with mm-hmm. my wife. Yep. And man, he hit it on every hit the nail on the head with my wife. Yeah. Sent me exactly yeah. not only everything that I wanted, but some things that I didn't ask for. Which yeah. a wife, a patient wife, yeah. because God knows you oh, got to be patient with me. My wife has got the patience of Job, Lord, especially when it comes to me. Yeah. Now he gave me qualities in her <clears throat> that I didn't know I needed. Oh yeah. Um, and I can't think of any, but I know they're there. Oh yeah. She'll do stuff, and I'm just like, wow. Yeah. That's good, God. Uh-huh. I didn't know I needed that. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, it's just like, and listen, this when, you, when you've got somebody that will take care of your elderly parents on their deathbed. Yeah, buddy. You've got something. That's God sent right there. I'm telling you. My wife helped my mom take care of my dad. My wife helped take care of my mom. Mm-hmm. And when they left here, she was right there. What about that? And 
it's just, I, I, I won't say that I don't know how lucky I am, but I do. Yeah. I, I, I understand completely how lucky I am. I'm the same way. It's, um, the Bible says that a, a man who <clears throat> findeth a wife findeth a good thing. Mm-hmm. And there's a difference in a wife and a woman. Yeah, they are. Bull. Yeah, they are. Somebody say it or did I get an amen? <laughs> amen. <laughs> yeah, they are. I know exactly Preach. what you mean. I, I know exactly what you mean, Ron, because that's that's absolutely the truth. Uh, I believe my wife was meant to be a wife. Luckily, she chose me mm-hmm. uh, because I, God in heaven knows that we've had our battles before. Yeah. Uh, I wasn't the best husband uh, when our boys was first born. You know, I don't know if I've talked about this or not, but in case I haven't, here it comes. Uh, <laughs> Let me get a drink. <laughs> uh, my boys was born. Everybody knows preemie. Mm-hmm. And when they come home, they was on heart monitors and oxygen. Now, I am, uh, uh, Patsy tells me all the time, I don't know my own strength. I'm really rough with things. I'm slam doors, not meaning to. I'm loud. Uh, I'm prone to break things accidentally, <laughs> you know. So I was really concerned that I was going to do something wrong with my boys, mm-hmm. holding them, feeding them, changing the oxygen, heart monitor straps that went around their chest and stuff like that. Yeah. I didn't want to have anything to do with it mm-hmm. because I thought I'd mess something up. Right. <clears throat> uh, for the for quite a while, my wife slept on an air mattress. Because our boys had to sleep setting setting up mm-hmm. in their little bouncy chairs, yeah. the, the inclined bouncy chairs, in the living room. <clears throat> uh, I'm ashamed to say this, but this is the truth. I don't remember a time where I slept in there with them. Yeah. Because I was afraid I wouldn't wake up mm-hmm. in case the heart monitors went off or the, something happened with the oxygen. You know, uh, Sometimes I help myself deal with that memory by telling myself that it's a kind of a compliment towards her because I knew she'd do a better job right. with it than I would have. And she would have mm-hmm. because when it comes to my family, I'm in, in, a, in, a, in a, I mean, I know ultimately I would take care of it. Yeah. But when it comes to my kids, my first thought is to look at what bothered my children and kill it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Same way. <clears throat> Dispose of it immediately with great prejudice. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I know you're the same way. Yep. But in a situation where it's like that, I'm no good. Mm-hmm. You know, when it's medical type of thing, you know, I'm I'm worthless. Now, in a debt life death situation, yeah, buddy, I'm your man, you know. But I didn't, I wasn't very good at all for nothing for, I'm going to say, three, four months. Mm -hmm. And I've apologized for it multiple times. And it took her a while to forgive me for that. Yeah. Rightfully so. Uh, She has forgave me for that because she is the wife that God meant for me to have. Right. Uh, So, yeah, uh, that's what type of woman she is. The thing about that is, and, and, like I, I don't. I've got a little <clears throat> bit of training in psychology, but I'm not using it now. Uh, <clears throat> is fear is a extreme motivator? Yeah. Or a crippling sickness? Yeah. One of the two. Yeah. If there's no in between, mm-hmm. you either jump or you run. That's it, yeah. That's one of the two. Mm-hmm. And I can completely understand why that would be. I was in I was in McKee at the sheriff's office, sitting in there. I, I was talking to Shay, I believe. 
and uh, that's a plug for Shay. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> when they got the call that Patsy had started having the boys, yeah, and uh, mm-hmm. I was also there when um, I didn't know that you was there. I was um, when uh, the Judd boys when that happened. Mm-hmm. I was there too. Okay. Uh, when yeah. All, when all that took place, because my daughter Kayla, yeah, had um, a placenta abruption. Yeah. When she was carrying the twins. Okay. And and they didn't make it. They she lost yeah. them at twenty one weeks. Yeah. And uh, so <clears throat> stuff like that, you know, it just it terrified me. It brought all that stuff back. Now, I I can't feel the loss like Kayla did. Oh yeah. Um, but I felt hurt for her. Because yeah. of what she was going through. Well, yeah. But um, everything happens for a reason. Mm-hmm. We don't know what it is. No. It don't make any sense at the time, but it will later on. Mm-hmm. Not maybe here, but when we get to heaven, it got me like, hey, Lord, there's something I've been wanting to ask you. Yeah. And if you could explain this to me, I'd feel a lot better. Yeah. Now, I know that wouldn't happen, but still, that that you get what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, but... <clears throat> When, like you were saying about protecting your children, that's that's completely natural. But the what what you don't realize is is that because you was unsure mm-hmm. that you might do something wrong, yeah, you were still protecting them. That's why I kind of because you're yeah. leaving it up to somebody else, you know, yeah. somebody you trusted. I knew she would do a better job yeah. than I would. Yeah. I, I mean, I just knew that mm-hmm. because at the time, not so much anymore, but at the time. You, a freight train could have come through our house and not woke me up. Yeah. And our boys had these heart monitors, like I said, on them. And if their heart got below so many beats per minute, mm-hmm. this god-awful alarm would yeah. go off. Yeah. I was afraid I wouldn't hear it. Yeah. Now, ultimately, I, there was one night where it did go off. We had both, We had actually was able to move the boys to their nursery. And uh, me and Patsy was uh, in our bedroom asleep. This was at our other house before we moved over here. And uh, I think I've told this before, but just for reference, uh, our bedroom was down the hall a couple feet, down a couple steps, and to the left. Mm-hmm. Their heart monitor, or no, it wasn't even a heart monitor. I thought I heard one of the boys cough in their nursery. I woke up out of a dead mm-hmm. sleep. Yeah. My feet hit the floor. I ran through our bedroom door. Went up the steps, and we had a, a solid metal gate at the top of those steps that had slammed shut that mm-hmm. night. You know, a baby gate is what yeah. it was. And uh, I tore it. It was bolted to the wall. Mm-hmm. I tore it off the wall, tore my legs all to pieces, mm-hmm. and uh, just to see what was going on. And they was completely fine. I don't know if I dreamed it or yeah. if they actually did cough or what, but it was just a cough. But I freaked out yeah. instantly. See, I was always terrified uh, with... My babe, my kids when they was little sleeping, you know they, they like let's put them in the you know let's put them in the room. I said that's no, that's not. Yeah, let's just keep them in here until oh, they're yeah. like at least twelve. <laughs> yeah, at least twelve. Uh, yeah. yeah, that's how I was. <laughs> yeah, and uh, but Khaleesi when she was um, when she was born, we laid her on a a mat mm-hmm. that detected movement. Oh yeah, from her breathing. Oh, 
And if if that didn't detect movement for like 20 or 25 seconds or yeah. something like that, they'd be a little buzzer girl. Beep, 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 hmm. stuff like that. And it went off one night. Wow. And then I shot out of that bed and yeah. just pole vaulted over my wife, yeah. landed on my feet right beside of the <laughs> right beside of the crib that she was in. Yeah. And um, she was breathing, so I was like, I don't understand. Yeah. But let me let me wow. I, now this is what I think. And some people believe this, some people won't, but that's okay. Um, I never, <clears throat> I have never been able to sleep. Yeah. Good. Mm-hmm. Like some people. Right. Now, my baby Khaleesi and my wife, if I didn't wake them up, they'd starve to death in their sleep. <laughs> that's why my wife is. You know? Um, yeah. I can be asleep and a gnat fart in the kitchen. Can <laughs> yeah. I say fart? Yeah, you can say whatever you want to. A nap part in the kitchen, (laughs) and I'll hear it and wake up and be up for 30 minutes. Really? It's it's crazy. Now, sometimes I go to bed and I I sleep all night long. It's about once, I don't know, once every two or three months that'll happen. Yeah. But uh, going back to what I was talking about earlier, tying it back in, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I was tormented in my sleep yep um demonic tormented yep i know what you're talking about um i used to see people um in my room yeah um the best way i can describe it you ever, you've ever watched ghost yeah the love story yeah yeah Whoopi goldberg anything mm-hmm. enough to make me quit watching right there <laughs> yeah um uh, i used to see people standing around my room Mm-hmm. Um, old people, young people, kids, and things like that. And I never did say much about it until one night um, my wife got up and she said, did you see that those kids standing over there in the corner? Oh, my God. And I was like, what were they wearing? Yeah. <laughs> she said, and I kid you not, she said, the one I could make out was a little boy in like a puffy pirate shirt that had stripes on it. it was the exact same kid. Oh my god! That came over and was standing by my bed. <clears throat> Jesus, uh, Ron. And that the Bible says to be absent from the body is to be present from with the Lord. Yeah. Now you'll hear people say, "Well, I saw Granny and she come in and she helped me do this and she helped me do that." If you see anybody that's passed on, yeah, it's a devil. Oh really? Okay. Because to be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. Okay. God's not going to send them back. Why? Because that would make them sad. And there's no sorrow that makes in sense. heaven. That makes there's sense. No sorrow. I had never thought about yeah. that. I mean, it, it's not... You hear people say, you know, like, well, my uh, first cousin's uncle's brother's granny helped me through this, you know, the woods and find my way out, or they done this or did that. <clears throat> Listen. And I'm going to try not to get all spiritual here, but sometimes I can't help it. Go ahead. There is, from the time that you are born, yeah. the devil will study you. Mm-hmm. He knows what you like. He knows what you don't like. As you go through life, these spirits, demonic spirits, demonic forces, whatever you want to call them, will study you. And when it comes time, if... You ever notice people that's not on fire for God is never bothered? Oh, yeah. By 
Yeah. Wheelie jeely stuff. Mm-hmm. Right. You get on fire for God or start doing God's work, and you're going to get beat up. That's I'm, I talked about this in an episode and a while back. What mm-hmm. don't kill you makes you stronger. Yeah. <clears throat> the only reason that we keep on going is what we have for the end, and that's hope for a better life. Yeah. For a better place. Mm-hmm. Um, to give you an example, when me and my wife was going through some stuff. Yeah. And it had just about come to the point where we was going to quit. Mm-hmm. And when you hear people say at the end of a ceremony, what God has joined together, let no man put asunder. Yeah. That's what it means. Yeah. God revealed to us almost instantaneously while we were talking about ending it. Mm-hmm. Just going our separate ways and being <clears throat> that one of her friends and one of my friends was being ministered to by the same spirits that was trying to get us to split up. Really? Because this one knowed what I needed to hear. That one knowed what she needed to hear. But they was going through our friends to get our friends to say, hey, look at that one. Look at this one. I think she's interested in you. I think he's interested in you. Yeah. And... One night, uh, it all blew up, and we sat on our couch and cried and argued for f- almost six hours. Yeah, till about four o'clock in the morning, and all of a sudden, it's like you flipped a light switch on. And I said, I cannot believe that we've let the devil manipulate us. So you realized what realized was exactly going what on, happened. and you know, as soon as that happened, that it stopped. What about that? When we figured out what was going on, and then we'd got a word. We'd got a word from God through uh, um, through our pastor at church that 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 we was going to be tempted, not tempted. We was going to be aggravated, or we'd be tormented with yeah. this. Yeah. But <clears throat> God said that His word will stand when the word's on fire. When the world's on fire. Yeah. That we was a team. Mm-hmm. And that he would see us through to the end. Yeah. And listen, we just talked about that the night before. Yeah. And he told us that. And and now everything that happens, which we're good now, mm-hmm. we're, we're better now than we ever was. Yeah, yeah. Um, but everything that happens now, I can see it coming a mile away, and she can too. Really? Our circle consists of a triangle. Yeah. Me and her and God. <laughs> That's it. That's, uh, uh, yeah, that's when, the best way When we started putting God first mm-hmm. and each other second, yeah. your life changes. You know, I, I think that makes a lot of sense, and it makes me think about myself and Patsy. Our circle is very small, mm-hmm. very small. Yep. I have a lot of friends, right? but I don't do a lot of anything with anybody. No. Nope. I don't have a lot to do with any with anybody. Neither does Patsy. No. Nope. Because, yeah, I know some good people, but those good people will know people, and yeah. those people will know people. And eventually you'll get introduced to those people's people's yep. people, mm-hmm. and they'll come closer to your circle. Yep. Now, this ain't uh, – I am uh, I don't do this f- to out of spite or to be mean. 
I do it because I generally don't trust people. Yeah. Just to be perfectly honest with you, you can't nowadays. Now, I've known you many, many years. Mm -hmm. I know you're a good guy. You've told, you've come up to me in certain parts of the county and told me things and, and uh, just said, hey, and whatever, like you did down there at the, uh, at the, during the fair, mm-hmm. you know, you, that probably didn't amount to anything to you. But what you said to me that day, that I remember it and I always will because yeah. for you to say something like that to me, I know, hey, Ron's a good dude. Yeah. You know, that day you took pictures of my boys mm-hmm. at the uh, school. Yeah. That, uh, most people may not think nothing of that, but that meant a lot to me. Oh, I know it did. Meant a whole lot to me because we was in the very back. I couldn't yep. get no good pictures. You messaged me and said, "Hey, I snapped a couple pictures of your boys." Yep. That meant the world to me. Yep. And who that, else? Does, who does that? Well, not many. You know, people. not but many see, Danny, people. I, I'm, I, and I'm not the best person in the world ever was. Oh, I'm not I'm either. No, far from know, it. But I like if I like you, mm-hmm. I like you. Oh, I'm saying if way. I don't. I wouldn't spit on you if you was on the Same way, Ron. I say, I, listen, let me tell you. It's the best and way to be, man. If I like you and you and you betray me yeah. or cross me, You're I'll done. forgive you. But you'll never have that opportunity. No. Uh-uh. Never. Because yeah. I'll always have my eye on you no matter where you're at. And I'm not talking about you in general. I'm I know, I know. Yeah. people. Yeah. I'm, uh, I'm the same way. Uh, I'm working on the forgiveness part still. <laughs> Listen, and I've listened to, you know, Mike talk about that and, and it forgiving is one of the hardest things mm-hmm. that you've ever had to do. And it took me years to it's, forgive. I, to forgive I ain't people. there yet. But as the last person that I had to forgive, well, one of the last two people that I had to forgive was the hardest <clears throat> I'd ever had to do in my life Yeah, because of stuff that he had said about me and about my oldest son. Okay. Now, for a lot of people, oh, my oldest son is gay. Okay. And he made a statement that he didn't like gays. Okay. Well, that's fine. You know, that's that's completely left up to him. Yeah. And it took me till two years ago to forgive him for that. Mm-hmm. Recently, he has run his mouth about something else. Okay. And I completely, I pulled way back. Yeah. I'll never have. I'll, I'll never give him the opportunity or the or the benefit of the doubt again. Yeah, and that's just the way it is. That's kind of the way. That well, that is the way I am. I keep people at a distance to keep from hurting me, mm-hmm. because this this part of what I'm about to say may be very wrong of me to say, but if you give anybody, mm, how do I say this? I don't, I, uh, all I'm saying is that the less people you have anything to do with, the less opportunity they're going right. to have to burn you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yep. And don't get me wrong. I will talk to you wherever I see you out. If I like you, mm-hmm. if I don't like you, I'll act like you're vapor. Mm-hmm. You're not even there. I won't give you the time of day. Yeah. Uh, I just don't like a lot of people to be close to me. Mm-hmm. Because of the past, I've had people burn me so right. many times, and I'm just a product of my uh, uh, of of how it's happened, of what's right. happened to me with friends, acquaintances, and stuff like that. There's no saying me and a buddy of mine that was friends with me for thirty some years, mm-hmm. no longer. Uh, but uh, he used to call them fair weather friends. Yeah. You know, they're your friends on oh, the yeah. weather's fair. Yep, that's like being a fair weather <clears throat> fan. Yeah, yeah. Of like UK or something like that. Yeah, yeah. 
So I just try to I keep a lot of people at a distance uh, for my own good, probably for their own good. Yeah, really, because if you do me bad, I'm vindictive. Yeah, uh, I'm a vengeful person, yeah. unfortunately. Yeah. Well, see, I'm not. I'm I'm extremely. Hmm, I'm 58 years old. I've been in one fight my entire life. Yeah. And I won, but um, it was uh, I didn't want to do it. Mm -hmm. but it had to be done. Yeah. Sometimes you got to, you know, and, um, it's, you know, and the dude that I got into it with is, we're pretty tight right now. Yeah. Well, see, that's how me and this uh, buddy I just mentioned became best friends. We beat the far out of each other several times. And then he's like, you're a pretty good fighter. And I'm like, you're a pretty good fighter. Let's be friends. (laughs) (laughs) That's the way it happened. Right. (laughs) But it, um, you know, to forgive somebody, is yeah, I forget how they say it. Forgiveness is divine. I've, yeah, and I'll, I'll forgive anybody for anything. Some stuff I've never had to forgive people for, and I've never mm-hmm. encountered it yet. If you do something to one of my kids, you're probably going to be forgiven, but you're going to be forgiven when you get yeah. to heaven to get judged by the Lord. Yeah, yeah, because that's that's mm-hmm. just plain. That's just like I'm not a bad man, but I know how to you know. Yeah, yeah. Anyway. <laughs> Um, <laughs> the other person that I had to forgive, um, I used to work for and, um, he was a con artist Yeah, and, um, my dad sacrificed his election to get this man elected. Oh, really? Yeah. And, um, he said that I could work there until... I could get a chance to run for the office that I wanted to. Okay. And that lasted that lasted 11 months. Okay. Because, I, Danny, I've got a set of standards and a set of morals that I don't deviate from or I don't bend for nobody. Mm-hmm. And if, if I'm working for you and you do something that I don't think is right, uh-huh. we're going to talk about it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And if you do it again, I'm going to say something about it. Yeah. And when you do that oddly enough, you can get fired. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah, I got fired. Hmm. But I forgave him of that. Hmm. Um, but I, I haven't forgot it. Oh, no. I'll He'll never, never have that opportunity again. <clears throat> yeah. Because he fooled a lot of people. Right. And, um, but, you know, that's, uh, I hope he's asked forgiveness for it mm-hmm. from God because I forgive him for it. He yeah. don't even know that. Yeah. I haven't seen him. Mm. Not once. Really? In 10 years. Wow. What about that? Well, I've seen him on, I've seen him on jail tracker. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I need to get that little sound, that, that little button on here. <laughs> that would have been perfect. You did sound really good. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> I'll just record you doing it next yeah. time. But no, uh, I understand what you're saying. I I was told the other day by a coworker, and a, a fellow officer of mine that I consider a friend, that I am the most confrontational person he's ever met. Mm. And uh, I didn't know whether to take that as a compliment <laughs> or a slap in the face, because uh, I don't think I am. Yeah. I think it's just that uh, my belief. And the way that I carry myself comes off as something people aren't used to. 
I wouldn't, you know I wouldn't I mean? necessarily call it confrontational. I would say it's intimidating. Um, <clears throat> because I remember, I remember the first time that I that I met you, mm-hmm. that I that I I knew you were married to Patsy. Yeah, and that was because of uh, Tony and Tiffany. Oh yeah. Um, and what the first time I seen you, I was like. God, I'd hate to have to fight him, you know, just <laughs> yeah. because you're a big guy. You know, you look like you, you know, it kind of puts me in mind of that dude that played the mountain on Game of Thrones. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. And then, you know, Mike, when when I first encountered Mike. Yeah. Now, listen, let me tell you something. Uh-huh. I, I don't know a lot of Mike's story. Yeah. Uh, I do now because he told it all. Right, right. Uh, but before that, I knew Mike as... And I'm sure he wouldn't mind me telling this because he said it before. Yeah, I I, I used to me and him done a little time together, mm-hmm. uh, except I got to go home and he didn't. Right, right. Uh, Mike was, I was probably more scared of him than anybody I ever booked in jail. Yeah, he's a scary dude. And I'll have you to know that he was one of the most respectable and nicest people that I'd ever met mm-hmm. in my life. Yeah. And his his mom and his bonus dad, I knew them well too. I put their satellite dish in. Yeah. And uh, we all make mistakes. Mm-hmm. We all make choices that doesn't pan out very well for a while. Yep. But that's what grace is for. Absolutely right. Yeah. Um, he said that my grace is sufficient for all. Mm-hmm. And where evil abounds, grace bound, abounds more abundantly. Yeah. So no matter how much evil is done or how much wrong is done, mm-hmm. grace is always going to cover it. Yeah, buddy. Now, does that mean you can go to church on Sunday and then go out Monday through Saturday and go to the bars every night? No, mm-hmm. that's not what it's talking no, no. about. It's talking about is when, when you get to the point to where you think that you could never be saved because you've just done so much mm-hmm. that you can't be, you're wrong. Yeah. Because he said, my grace is sufficient for all. For all. All. That covers yeah. it all. Yeah. Uh, well, somebody will be on there now. The Bible says you can't blaspheme now because that's not for you and stuff like that. Well, yeah. look at what blasphemy is. What is it? Yeah. It's unbelief. It's unbelief. You can't get forgiveness for something you don't believe in. Yeah. I. Mm-hmm. So. You're absolutely right. Mike is a, he, he's a big dude. He and is. I've known Mike since back in high school. Uh, he's an intimidating guy. Mm-hmm. But he is one of the best people I've ever he met. Uh, and I've always thought that. that, that he, super good guy. I hadn't seen him forever and may not even recognize him now. Well, I tell you what. Uh, well, just like I've said on that on that first episode after I saw him down there at McKee at the, at the uh, car show, the rally mm-hmm. car show, he looked like himself, but he didn't. Mm-hmm. He looked like a different person in the... And just, he looked happy. He yeah. looked healthy. He looked, he was smiling. He looked at me and I'm like, is that Michael Cox? See, I've seen people like that too, that, that I've had in jail before. Mm-hmm. And <clears throat> and then lose contact with them, you know, for a while. Yeah, yeah. Of course, I've been out of, I've been out of the jail since 2013. Yeah. The first, January the 4th, I believe. Mm-hmm. That's when I left. Um, and I see people today that has turned their life around. Mm-hmm. And the best way I can describe it is, is they look like the same person, a little bit older, but they look like they've been washed. 
That's a good clean. way to put it. They're that's excellent. You know? Yes, I've, that's perfect. Yeah. That's a very excellent way to put it. That's what he looked like. Yeah. He looked washed, clean, mm-hmm. and uh, just, man. He, uh, and Ashley Gabbard that was here, she looked healthy and happy. Really? That girl's trying to do good things. And the oh, people yeah. from Lake Cumberland Recovery. Yeah. Uh, and it's not just – I'm not talking just about people that's recovered from addiction. I'm talking – I mean, anybody that's dealt with anything, yeah. you know, you're going to have a different look about you. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I don't know where I was going with that. I've lost my train of thought. Every time I get to talking about Michael and everything that they those people's done, I kind of get excited about it. Yeah. But uh, – As anybody should. I mean – Oh, they should. What, absolutely. What – what what you look at when you see them is a miracle. Absolutely. A, a, anything that alters the course of nature. Yeah. And naturally, they was going to die. But yeah. If they would have kept yeah. on. Matter They'll of fact, I you. think Mike said he woke up in a body bag. Um, can you even? I can't even no, imagine. If I'd have woke up then, I'd have died. Oh, yeah. And they just left me in there. Yeah, I'd have died. I'd been like, nope, I'm good. Yeah. Just might but zip me anything that alters the natural course of nature <clears throat> or the course of nature is a miracle. Yeah. And I mean... You heard them both talk about it. I yeah. mean, didn't Ashley say she was in a body bag, too? I believe she did. I, I think so. Yeah. But they, I never even knew that, heard of anything like that. Me either. But I, I said that to say this. God is an all-time God. He's an all-time mm-hmm. God. Yeah. Every time. Yeah. All right. day, every day. Yep. Yeah. That's a shout-out to God. <laughs> and we ain't going to charge you nothing. No, that's free. <laughs> Thank you. Come again. <laughs> God gets free ones. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder if he's face palming right now. Like, oh, what what are these thinking? idiots? Oh what God. have I done? He's like, oh, he's like, oh my me. <laughs> oh God, Mighty. Bible says laughter is good for the heart. So yeah. medicine, something like that. Beefy yeah. said it. Yeah, he did. Well, it's got to be true if he said it. Why? <laughs> he's one of them preachers. You know? Yeah. <laughs> 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 Lord, bless its heart. Bless its heart. But now, yeah. uh, I was going somewhere with with that a minute ago, and I completely lost my train of thought. I was talking that. about it. Normally starts later on in life, though, man. You might want to. I'm getting an early start. I'm getting <laughs> early start. I turned forty three last month oh, or well. two months ago. <laughs> I'd love to be forty three again. Know what I don't know? <laughs> I don't know. Bill Gates be coming up to me saying, "Mr. Gabbard." Be like, yes. Popper. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, Bill Gates. God, mighty. Yeah. You might want to delete that. You got all them sensor buttons. <laughs> I do. <laughs> I know. I heard it. <laughs> oh, oh my this goodness. has been a blast, man. I've had fun. I already did. I appreciate you coming. Ain't no on. problem. I'm going to have to have you back. I'm available um, anytime that I ain't working. Well, yeah. The most of the time. Yeah. I don't know. You just message me. I will. Yeah. I will. I, I work, appreciate you. I work at the DMV Barbershop. Shout out to DMV. Yeah. They, they probably, are. They yeah. probably won't pay either. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Put it on my tab. <laughs> Maybe I can get a free haircut right. or something. Beard well, trim. I beard I do trim because yeah, I shave my head. Yep. Do you do beard trim? I do. Okay. All of us do it for Dennis, the guy that owns it's got a beard almost down to his belly button. Really? Yep. Now, I remember when we, because we come in there a few times mm-hmm. and got, our, got, got the boys' haircut. Yeah. Um, there was a few guys in there with beards. Yeah. 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 I've got a buddy of mine that makes, um, is starting a line of beard oil, 
beard balm, beard balm, and a beard palmate. I've never heard of a beard palmate, but yeah. he's got a beard palmate. Uh, lives down just outside of Nashville. Oh, really? And, and it's grown so big that he's uh, been talking to Wall, the over oh, the trimmer the trimmers. Yeah, and another one too, and I can't remember what. So they're wanting to partner up with him and include his products. I believe is what he told me in their um, trimmers. Really? Things like that. It's called well, Beards and Riffs. Beards and Riffs. Yep. I'm going to write down because I love trying new beard yep. stuff. His dad, uh, his name is Wayne Wilson, and he's got a partner, but I don't know what his name is. His name is Wayne Wilson, and his dad used to be one of the headliners at Renfro Valley years ago. Really? Yep. Beards and R-I-F-F-S? R-I-F-F-S. Yep. Yeah. Beards and Riffs. And, uh hmm. Hit, that's where the riffs come in because he plays the guitar and oh okay i see what he done there and, stuff like that, yeah. <laughs> and he's good. on facebook and i believe they got a web page too uh, beards and riffs Let me write that down because if i don't write down i'll forget and uh yeah I, I i'm all the time looking at new beard bombs and pomades and stuff mm-hmm. pomade used to be years ago a huge thing yeah. you know people yeah. put it right in their hair their head yeah. hair yeah now we got it for hair but this specifically says beard pomade oh just for yeah, beards. beards okay so I, i've never i've never tried it on anybody because i don't really I like i trim a lot of beards yeah but nobody comes in and say hey will you put some stuff because i always if you sit down in my chair and you've got a beard mm-hmm. whether you want a beard trim or not you're yeah. getting some beard oil in it yeah yeah just because i like the way it smells well yeah and sometimes i like beard oil yeah it's good <clears throat> i mean it's it's the, the boy he's he's got three different types of it three different scents and they're yeah. amazing I have never let anybody trim my beard professionally. Mm-hmm. I don't know, have no reason why, but uh, I would be open to it. Definitely, I, I'm trying my best to let it grow mm-hmm. right now. Yeah, but you can ask anybody out there that's got a beard. Once it gets like when you first grow a beard, about the two week mark, it starts looking like crap. Yeah, because it's just all over the place. But if you can get past that three-week mark, it's got a little length to it, and you can kind of maybe style it a little bit, get it yeah. get it to go in the way that you yeah. want it to go. Well, see, but, back, uh, <clears throat> back in the day, and um, you just tell me whenever you want me to shut up. You're good. But back in the day, um, before arthritis got to me so bad, yeah. uh, I used to lift weights and work out uh-huh. and whatnots and things like that. Well... I have been on, and this may be another topic for another time, yep. but um, I've been on uh, TRT, testosterone replacement therapy, uh-huh. since I was in my early 20s. Yeah. Uh, I've always had low T. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I was on, I took shots for a while, and then I switched over to a gel that you put on your shoulders. Yeah. And that worked amazing. You know, I think the low <clears> low <throat> testosterone is like 230, and the high is like 840, yeah. something like that. Yeah. Mine was like 180. Uh, yeah. So I didn't, well. I didn't have any, to, you know, I probably should have been wearing a bra. I don't know. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> shout out to bra. And uh, so uh, they started me on that and got it back up to like the mid 500s, almost 600, something like mm-hmm. that, which is real good. Um, felt good. And a lot of people think that testosterone is just about the way reproductive stuff works. Nope. It but actually has nothing to do with it. It, it has nothing to do with it. I, it works. You just don't want to use it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. I couldn't think clear. It was like yeah. I was in a fog. Uh, testosterone 
I'm on testosterone replacement mm-hmm. therapy. I have me been too. for months and months and months. We talked, me and Beefy years. talked about it uh, on episode, uh, one of the early episodes. Yep. Testosterone for a man affects every single part of your body. Yep. Everything. Every part of it. Uh, it, uh, it does increase your sexual appetite. Yeah. But it doesn't defer performance right. issues right. or the ability. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to bounce around it's what a, I'm I, trying to say. I, I feel you tying it back in. <laughs> I'm tying this back yeah. in in my yeah. own way. Yep. But, I mean, sleep, uh, your general health, uh, your daily life, yep. everything. I'm a big proponent of TRT yep. if you need it, you know. Right. Uh, and I did. I had uh, the, the, the test done, and it was, mm-hmm. like, really low and whatever. Yep. And I've been on it for a long time, and it's... I know I you're feel better than I ha- You're than probably ever wondering what I'm doing over here, but I'm trying to find a picture to okay. show you um, what happens when you get your testosterone up to between 12 and 1,500. Oh, yeah? Now, when I was working out, I didn't feel like I was getting enough <clears throat> of a pump. Okay. Now, I may or may not have, I cannot confirm or deny this, right. uh, took a little bit more testosterone than what I was prescribed. <laughs> right. <laughs> now, uh, having said that, hope they have... DA ain't listening or the EPA, whatever. One of them, <laughs> one of them alphabet people. Yeah. Um, and at any time that would pop right up on. But anyway, <laughs> I would ever like every three months you have to go to the doctor and get your blood draw mm-hmm. and yep. get um, make sure your levels are good and that your estrogen not high enough. Mm-hmm. It's not too high. And a lot of people don't know, but your estrogen men's got estrogen too. Women's they do. Got testosterone. You just got to have a certain amount. Right. Well, the estrogen in a man is what keeps our skin from cracking and drawing up. Yeah. You know, in a woman, testosterone does that. It yep. keeps their skin smooth. So mm-hmm. if you ever get a hold of a woman that's like got real rough skin, she's probably lifting weights and shooting up too much testosterone. Yeah. Good but sign. anyway, uh, but I grew and I've never been able to grow a beard before in my life. Oh yeah. But I grew a beard. If I can find it, <laughs> yeah. there's the start of it. And all those in Radio Land can't tell. Oh, yeah. But that was the start of it. Yeah. My mom said I was the best-looking person on radio she ever seen. <laughs> and, uh, on radio. Mm-hmm. Uh, but anyway, I had a big, a big, nice beard. Yeah. And I just got fed up with it one day <clears> and just took it off. Shaved it off. I wish I hadn't, and sometimes I'm glad I did because I'm not lifting weights anymore. Right. And I don't need that extra um, stuff. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so yeah, <laughs> but I still take testosterone. Yeah, just their normal amounts. Oh yeah, <clears throat> it does really affect every aspect of a, of a man's body. Yeah, in every way, I feel I, noticeably like I, I'm. I take several medications every mm-hmm. day. Unfortunately, oh yeah, that's a good beard. Yeah, yeah. And uh, a lot of people say, oh, you know, you can't tell a difference. I can tell a big difference. Mm-hmm. Really can't. Yep. I'm like um, I'm like Karen off of uh, Will and Grace. Yeah, I just take a book in with me. It's got all the pills in it. <laughs> yeah. It's all marked down the side. I take yeah. blood pressure. I take arthritis medication. Mm-hmm. I take uh, stomach medication. I take <clears throat> oh Lord, something else. Testosterone, except it's injectable. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's what I was going to tell you. Yeah, I forgot. The day before I went to have my blood drawn, I took an extra dose of uh, juice. Oh, yeah. And we, <laughs> I, my appointment was three days later. 
Okay. Well, two days later, they called me and said, Dr. Uh, I believe it was Dr. At- Dr. I want to see you. I'm mm-hmm. like, really? He said, yeah. So I went up there and I sat down in the room. He come in. He said, uh, Chris, that's what the first name is, Christopher. Yeah. And everybody, if I owe you money or I go to the doctor, it's Chris. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he said, I said, yeah. He said, uh, how are you using this testosterone? Mm-hmm. I said, at that time, I was doing the jail. Yeah. I said, well, I, I rub it on my shoulders, you know, a tube. I'm brushing my teeth with it. Yeah. (laughs) He said, and that's all. I said, well, I said, well, actually, yesterday I doubled up on it. Or not yesterday, I said, but last week before I came in here and gave my blood, I doubled up on it because I'd forgot it the day before. He said, don't do that. Oh, yeah. He said, your testosterone's almost 1,500. I've got to give you a pill to keep from going boobs. (laughs) Oh, my Lord. Yeah. I was like, okay, Doc, sorry. And that can happen. Yeah. If you, it I can. mean, continued use of it. It can. You know. But what a lot of people don't know, and I just recently found this out, <clears throat> is that uh, you can take, your testosterone can be 12, 1500. Yeah. But if you're doing squats mm-hmm. or deadlifts or something like that, if you're lifting heavy, especially in squats, is the best thing for testosterone. I'm just fat. I didn't know that. Yeah. Um, Squats and deadlifts are real good for natural testosterone. Hmm. Unless you've got a glandular problem that tells oh, yeah. them. There's three glands <clears throat> that talk to one another that tells them how much t- testosterone to produce. Okay. Pituitary, something else, and then the testicles. Yeah. yeah. Um, if they don't communicate correctly, hmm. then they don't produce the right amount of testosterone. I'm going to have to have a talk with them. Yep. Um, <laughs> I had to go have a CAT scan. They said, we want to make sure there's not a tumor on your pituitary gland. I was like, yeah, that's good. I'd like to know that too. Why, myself. Yeah. Yep. Why, yeah. And so, um, if you're doing that, your testosterone can stay high like that because your body isn't, your muscles is needing it. Okay. Now, I'm not a doctor. I'm not a scientist. I did stay at a Holiday Inn Express. <laughs> Shout out to Holiday Inn Express. <laughs> but I did, uh, I did my research on this through, right. Uh, books mm-hmm. and scientific factual reading online. Uh-huh. I, didn't, I didn't Google it and read something off of Wikipedia. Right. <clears throat> so, yeah. But anyway. Yeah, yeah that's, uh, it's really good. I, 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 we talked about that in, like I said, an earlier podcast. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think Beefy actually said he took it. Maybe he said he took it. I can't remember, but I take it. I, and I have for a long it. time. Yeah. And, uh, I mean. I took I, it since I, I was in my early it. 20s. Oh, have you? So I, I took it probably 20, 26, 27 years. <clears throat> I may have been taking it about a year now, yeah. actually. I can tell a big so, difference. Yeah, I can too. Okay. It doesn't necessarily help me with my sleep because I still, my yeah, sleep's jacked no. up. But in every way else it can, I believe it works. You know, I was going to tell you, and I, I've got sidetracked while I go. <clears throat> when, when I was talking about I didn't sleep because of those things, you know, mm-hmm. I seem like that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, when we started praying together mm-hmm. and going through our house and praying in every room, anointing the doors outside, the windows and things like that, yeah. that stuff quit. Really? It quit. And I sleep better now than I ever have. I still don't sleep great all the time, but I sleep better a lot more often now than I did. Yeah. That makes and sense. I, I sleep with a Bible under my head. Really? Yeah. I believe my mom used to keep a Bible under our heads, uh, in our beds when we slept. Yeah. Seems like she did that. Because I used to have some of the most jacked up dreams. Oh, I still dreams. do. I have night terrors. Mm-hmm. Uh, I catch, you know that, that time when you're halfway asleep, halfway awake? Mm-hmm. I don't even know if my wife realizes this. I know she feels me. I'll start, 
I'll, I'll, I'll start hollering mm-hmm. or jerking or yeah. something like that. When I'm almost asleep, not even, I don't even have to be asleep. When I'm just at the cusp of being asleep, I start having night terrors. Yeah. For all night long. Sometimes I remember them, sometimes I don't. I never talk about them because it's so horrible that I don't want to relive them. Mm-hmm. But uh, my sleep has always been been really messed up. Uh, now, you talk about the, the people that you used to see in your room mm-hmm. and stuff like that. I've saw stuff like that, yep. too. It's a very unsettling thing. It, it was at first, mm-hmm. and then I got used to it uh, <clears throat> because it happened more often. See, I was under the impression that I was like a medium. That, oh, yeah. That, that's what I was getting into. And that's complete and utter crap. That's, that's yeah. witchcraft. Yeah. And so I know that now. Yeah. But then I didn't. And uh, I was like, no, we're not doing that. Now. Yeah. I wouldn't want yeah. to be able to do that. But, see, Danny, listen, we went through our house. And we got rid of books and anything that would open a gate or a door to mm-hmm. the demonic realm. Yeah. And I'm not saying that because I'm I'm like I'm not talking about a realm like um Lord of the Rings or something like yeah. that. I'm I'm not yeah. talking about that. There is a physical realm and there's a spiritual realm. Mm-hmm. And in that spiritual realm, both angelic and demonic spirits dwell. Yeah. And the ways that demonic spirits gets into your house or in into your life in general is by having stuff like um, a gateway. Yeah, into. like having a say a Ouija board. Oh yeah. Having yeah, I was going to say that. That yeah. is like a open. That's like a tunnel for a speed train. Yeah, out of that's China. hanging out your door and yeah. waving your yeah. arm. Come on, come on in. Yeah. Yeah. Stuff like that. Um, books. Like one of the big things that that we was doing is I got I got uh, turned on to this book called The Secret. Okay. Where you manifest stuff through the okay. universe. And I was like, well, that's pretty interesting. <clears throat> you know? Now this is when I was weak before I started my ascension back into um, my walk with God. Yeah, yeah. Um, and we, we went through our stuff, and I, my wife tried to throw it right to it two or three times. I said, no. I said, that's that's a good book. You know, it's talking about manifesting stuff. I said, it's the same thing as what the Bible says is, you know, ask and you shall receive. Mm-hmm. It's like, but it's not. Yeah. Anytime that you deviate away from what, God has ordained his word mm-hmm. then you're messing with demonic realm oh yeah you're messing with the demonic realm um, <clears throat> I can sit here and and say when I get outside my truck's gonna be full of gas right for now till I turn blue in the face mm-hmm. and it ain't gonna happen right uh, now then again I'm not going to sit here and say in the name of Jesus I command my truck to be full of gas when I get outside and it'll right. be full because it probably won't be. Right. But it'll have a better chance doing it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because there was no manifest, no manifestation, no good vibes, yeah. no good thoughts or nothing like that ever climbed up Calvary and died on the cross for me. Yeah, that's true. But a man named Jesus did. Absolutely. And... So when they come at me with that, oh, you know, you just need to manifest this and manifest that, I'm like, I rebuke you, Satan, in the name of Jesus. Yeah. You know, so yeah. I mean, it's, you know, and everybody's got different. That's my personal view. Yeah. That's my view. Oh, yeah. So, you know, if you, if, if that's your deal, then I'm sorry. 
<laughs> no, I kind of feel like it ain't. <laughs> <laughs> but we got but we got rid of books and stuff like, and I know people's gonna think it's crazy, but stuff like Alice in do Wonderland. Do what you want to do, like man. Alice in Wonderland, man. I mean, have you ever read that book? Have you ever watched the movie? I have re- watched the movie. Yeah. Cool. It's a very uh, uh, it's unpleasant movie yeah. <laughs> if yeah. you really pay attention mm-hmm. to it. I mean, we just, you know, for us, it works for us. Yeah. We just got rid of that stuff. That's what, and I know you feel the same way about this. You say people may think a certain way about something. You're, you've said on here or something other. Who cares? I don't. I know you don't. Yeah. I know you don't. That's why I like you. Uh, people need to get over their self. Yeah. You know, what I mean, Ron does for his family is his business. Right. What I do is my business. Mm-hmm. And what you do out there, the listener, whoever's listening to this, however you want to live your life, live it. Uh, don't mean I have to agree with it, and I'm not going to hate you for however you do live your right. life. You know what I'm saying? Right. Yep. It's whatever works for you works. Yep. I mean, I'm not the one that has to face God for anybody but me. That's exactly you know? right. <clears throat> and at, yeah, I don't think that they'll be like running up behind me trying to push me in front of them on judgment day, being like, "Okay, if he gets so short of God, I will." <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, like, I'm foolish. I know I am. And I just, whatever comes to my mind usually comes out of my mouth. That's the best way to be. And sometimes it makes people irritable. Yeah. I, I, I do that a lot. I just people. give them a thing of milk and magnesia and tell them to go home. Yeah. Yeah. But, I, you know, there's a lot of stuff that I, I didn't say that I could say, but it's not the time. Well, we'll, you we'll know? have you back whenever you're ready. Uh, I will. Well, and definitely have you back because this I, has I'd been I'll tell good. you what would be really cool is get me and my wife here together. Bring her. She would. Um, She'd probably start speaking in tongues at one point, and yeah. that's uh, that's really because that's why we are. Yeah, I mean, you know, um, she's a praying woman. She's a godly woman. That's good. She's my proverb. Well, she's welcome, and all over. This has been this has been good. That's shout out to my wife. <laughs> Yours is free too. The one that you wasn't supposed to mention. Yeah, <laughs> I'm so much trouble. <laughs> Well, Ron, man, I appreciate you. I knew this would be good. Yeah. And me and you ain't never got to like actually sit down and have a conversation right. that I remember. I've always wanted to. Yeah. And when you when you saw me down there at the fire, I told Patsy, I'm going to get him on the podcast. And, uh, well, I could say some stuff about that. Whew. Oh, I know. That made, that made me so mad. <laughs> I know. I t- my wife said, what's wrong with you? I said, did you hear that? They didn't say nothing about what's up world. But they talked about everybody else coming through there. <laughs> That irritated me so bad. I know. Listen, it did. I'm, I am 100% for what's right <clears throat> yeah. and what's fair. Oh, yeah. It, these people went through that parade mm-hmm. that irritated me. Oh, yeah. Did I throw something at them? No. Yeah. Did I clap for them? Probably so. Yeah. I try to make everybody feel special that comes out there because they put a lot of hard work in They did. Like this. They did. Now, there's some people that don't like you that did like you because of this podcast. Right. And that's wrong. Yeah. I mean, you know, I don't know if everything that you said is the truth. Mm-hmm. I trust that you know what you're talking about. I try to. But I don't, <clears throat> you know, and you don't know what everything I've said is the truth. Right. Uh, but I don't, I do my best not to lie about anything. Yeah. Unless I've been told something and it was a lie. Right. And nine times out of ten, I won't repeat it. Yeah. If it is. Yeah. Unless I know for sure. Right. But when it's something important, and it's it's completely different. Yeah, there is people that uh, does had no idea who I was that know me now because of this. Mm-hmm. There's people that know me 
before this that know me now that probably don't like me anymore mm-hmm. and vice versa you know uh i've said some things on here that i know has pissed people off yeah oh i do too and uh oh, sorry well. Yeah. oh well i can't help it you know See, uh, i've always told people that's why god gave you two hands so you can put one on each cheek and scratch and get happy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just, yeah, that's, that's kind of the way I live my life, uh-huh. you know. Now, what to what you said there uh, about uh, saying what I believe is the truth, I always mm-hmm. because this is, uh, you know, uh, I'm not bragging by any by any means, but there's a lot of people that listen to this. Yeah, they are, and uh, whether I've got any influence or not on people, I don't know. I shouldn't because i'm nothing special but there is a lot of people that listen to this there may be people that take everything i say at face value so i try my best to be accurate and correct in every word that comes out of my mouth if i'm wrong i'm dead sure to be the first one to say i'm wrong and i apologize for it i've I've heard you do that i've heard i've done it on here i've done it on facebook recently actually on facebook uh there was somebody that contacted me about something that happened to them and for whatever reason they lied to me mm-hmm. about about this and uh that's all i'm gonna say about that yeah but yeah i'll try to be right in everything i say and if i don't know what it is i usually am pretty quick to read up about it and try to yeah. learn about it and it's best to do that. It is. I don't want to come out here. Look, I don't want to make myself look like a fool yeah. or sound like a fool because nobody sees me. Well, <laughs> not yet. I mean, <laughs> I don't know. It is man. what it is. It's. Uh, I'm, I'm just, just all not, about. I'm just all about fairness and 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 <clears throat> and treating everybody the same. Yeah. Um, I know that. Unless about it you. comes to like a, a man wanting to be a woman swimmer, then I have issues with that. But that's yeah. another topic altogether. Yeah. We'll, we'll get on that one day. Oh, boy. <laughs> That's a big topic. I do want to mention one other thing uh, for people that don't know Ron or people that do know Ron. Ron, I've never seen you without a piece on your side. Probably won't. <laughs> that's that's a good thing. I'm I'm all about that. Yeah, and I don't cover it up either. I no, you don't. No, you don't. I've got a concealed permit, which you don't need now. No, you don't. But... I always keep it out. Yeah. Because if if perchance something goes down, mm-hmm. um, I want to be I want to be the one that takes the heat because I can put it back. Yeah. Instead of yeah. somebody else getting it. Yeah. That can't give it back. I like that. Because I'll double tap somebody in a heartbeat. Absolutely. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, it's it's yeah. I like that. I, even up there at your work, uh, when we was up there, mm-hmm. you was you was strapped. When you're up there at the barber shop, yeah, you're in the safest place in Madison County. Oh, I guarantee it's it. It's probably safer than the state police. That's the way. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's the way uh, people needs to look at it. You know, I, I everybody knows I'm a gun guy, and I pack everywhere I go. Yep. Uh, if I'm there, and you're there. I'm going to do everything I can to keep you safe. Yep. That's the way people need to look at people that carry. Yep. Uh, I'm a big Second Amendment guy. Everybody knows that. <clears throat> if you're around me, you better believe i got a gun on Yep. You may not see it. If I've not got one on my head, I've got, got one within arm's reach. Oh, yeah, absolutely. It may probably two. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, 
But for every one at the shop you see, there's probably six or eight you don't. Yeah. I mean, everybody's yeah. got one. I don't Even the girls. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm all about that. You know, I think I put a post on Facebook one time, a long time ago, about what pretty much what I just said. You know, if you ever see me out, guarantee that I've got something yeah. on me, whether you see it or not, and I'll take care of you yeah. if I have, if I, yeah. if I need to. If you ever see me out and you're in trouble, mm-hmm. come to me. Yeah. And, you know, it may take a few minutes, but we'll assess the situation and see what needs to happen. I'm yeah. cramping my leg. That's why I'm <laughs> I have to. I've stretched mine out two or three times. I said I get them there debilitating. Oh, really? Yeah. What about that? I'm getting one right now, so you'll probably need to wrap this up. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> yeah, but uh, I just wanted to mention that because I, I, I always see you wearing and everything. So, yeah. Uh, Ron, this has been fun, man. Hey, I man, appreciate I've you coming. this. I'm just like I took my clothes off and jumped in the bucket of jelly. <laughs> This is good. I like it. Well, I appreciate everything you've no said, problem. and we'll definitely have you back and to bring the missus next time if you okay. want to. I'll, I'll talk to her and see if I can hog tire and get her up here. All right. Thanks, everybody, <laughs> for listening. We'll see you next time. Have a good one. up your engines and accelerate towards economic growth introducing backroads of appalachia the groundbreaking initiative that fuels economic development through motorsports motorsports has long been more than just a thrilling spectacle it's a dynamic platform that ignites growth in local economies creates jobs and transforms communities when we invest in motorsports we invest in innovation the quest for speed pushes boundaries leading to cutting-edge technologies that find applications in various industries from automotive to aerospace but that's not all backroads of appalachia generates tremendous employment opportunities from skilled mechanics to marketing specialists we're revving up job creation for people from all walks of life and let's not forget the fans Motorsports events draw crowds from all over, injecting a surge of tourism into local businesses, hotels, and restaurants. And shops thrive as visitors gather to witness the exhilaration of the track. Hosting motorsports events puts your city on the map. It elevates your community to the global stage, attracting international audiences and investors eager to be part of the excitement. But Backroads of Appalachia doesn't just cater to established businesses. It nurtures the aspirations of future generations, too. We inspire young minds to pursue careers in STEM fields and motorsports, paving the way for a brighter, more technologically advanced tomorrow. Join the Backroads of Appalachia movement today and experience the engine of economic development roar into your community.